0: Talk that talk. Talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Are you talking to me? Talk that talk. Provided by Off the Hook, the platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man. Keep on, uh, the... well, good evening, kind sir. Greetings and salutations. How are you? Ah, very well. Thank you for asking. It feels good to get that little, get those few notes off my chest. It's been a long time. Monday, May thirtieth. Talk that talk. Good to be back, no?
1: It is indeed. You may have to excuse the uh, the wind. I'm just walking home at the moment. I went out for a quick errand.
0: Oh, I like that. You know, I know it's funny. So there you go, man. Great minds think alike. This is how we return. You're outside. And yeah. then I am out on the balcony. I'm outside as well.
1: How are you? Okay.
0: Good times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So if the wind is there, I apologize. It's a
0: little windy where I'm walking right now. No problem. Beautiful night. So shall we get into it? Let's get right into it, please. Yes,
1: absolutely. All right. So, of course, you know, we take roll from last week in uh, Evansville, Indiana, at the Ford Center, and um, we start off the uh, night of course with the with Riddle and the Street Profits uh, versus the Usos and Sami Zayn. Now, as we have seen over the past few weeks, Sami Zayn has somehow thought of himself as part of the Bloodline. So, you know, we've seen him trying to make matches for the Usos. We've seen him getting involved with the Bloodline. So, of course. Why not win the Usos as uh, as this tag match? And of course, you know, you know, Zayn is a very good wrestler, but I don't find him as up there with you know the rest of these guys that were there. Exactly. But overall, but overall, I thought it was a very highly entertaining match for sure.
0: Heartfelt intro by Riddle. The crowd showed him love, which you know is good to see, and certainly. Riddle's partnership with Randy Orton. We wish Randy Orton the best in a speedy recovery. With his partnership with Randy Orton, of course, he's endearing himself to the WWE Universe. Bro, we all got love for Riddle. So, and the crowd showed that that night. Plus, it was a heartfelt speech. But, you know, it, it just muddies the waters here. Riddle with the Street Profits, Sami Zayn with the Usos, Uh, Like, I don't care how many times we see it. I want to see the Usos and the Street Profits. I don't want all these other people involved. And to your point, we both have love for Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is a great personality. Sami Zayn is great on the mic. Insane in the membrane. Sami Zayn is an excellent wrestler. But come on, man. This, this is not a good fit. This is apples and oranges. And I hate every second that goes by where Sami Zayn is associated with the bloodline. And a, a little bit of foreshadowing here. I am going to speak to this on uh, three of my things at the end of this show. It, it just irks me beyond belief. It really does because I like Sami Zayn, but we're talking about the longest reigning tag team champions of all time. It's a bit stupid for lack of a better word yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely absolutely it truly really
1: is um and then we're gonna get into it with the the next match of course um which is damien priest versus and rhea ripley sorry not versus and rhea ripley versus aj styles and Liv morgan in a mixed tag match so you know of course we've got the judgment day and of course you know they've been going after aj styles they've been a little after finn balor so to me this feels like you know aj styles is sort of starting his own kind of, of faction, and it's kind of curious to see where he's going to go with this you know we've talked a lot about Liv morgan over the last you know few weeks about what she's capable of doing um you know damian priest and rhea ripley did get the win um but you know after all I thought it was a very interesting match it was very good Um, it's going to be interesting to see where where this judgment day goes because I I, I don't feel like there is they're not done adding adding superstars to the mix and uh, I'm curious to see who they add who they do add next and if if AJ Styles is going to make his own and what they're going to be named and also who are they going to continue to add
0: Well, this is just it, right? And we've talked about factions many times, and I love factions, always have, always will. I love factions for what they represent, which just is, you know, I guess uh, a group of WWE superstars, some of which you may not thoroughly love, But, you know, they're a tier below. But collectively, you know, they have a special bond and there's a theme. And and a lot of times, factions wreak havoc, right? And they're nasty. And usually there's a nice mouthpiece at the head of it. This is where Edge comes in. We've trashed Edge many times and and will continue to do so. But in this role, it's perfect for a faction i think what people are forgetting is that to your point okay i agree that i'm looking forward to the judgment day adding more wwe superstars and i believe they will as well and but to your point about aj styles exactly is that you know aj styles came from uh new japan wrestling where as the the bullet club right so when he came over he came over with uh who were the two guys in the bullet club with the tag team that they just completely ruined uh Yes, exactly. Gallows and Anderson. Exactly. So I mean, they were rock stars over there. Like the bullet. I-, I saw someone yesterday with a Bullet Club t-shirt on. You still see Bullet Club t-shirts, you know, and you don't see a ton of wrestling t-shirts on the street. And I still see Bullet Club t-shirts frequently enough. Once a month, I'd say. I'd say once a month I see someone with a Bullet Club t-shirt downtown Toronto. So. This is AJ's forte, I think he could surprise a lot of people, is that once he figures out who he's going to put together, and like you say, like what he's going to call them, what the theme's going to be, how they're going to operate, like AJ Styles could really surprise a lot of people, because that's right up his alley, man. I'm not saying he's Chris Jericho, and how Chris Jericho rolled out, an AEW, I forget what those guys are called now, he changed the name a million times, but I think AJ Styles is going to surprise a lot of people when he finally gets his faction together, I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I
1: think it's going to be interesting to see who he does bring into this. And um, it could be fun to watch these, these two factions go at it. So next, we're going to go into Alexa Bliss versus Nikki A.S.H. Um, I've never been a fan of Nikki A.S.H. in this sort of character. I preferred her the way she was back then. Um I hope I'm hoping one day she's going to go back to that. Um, but of course, you know. We all know that she has sort of aligned herself with Dewdrop over the past few weeks of Monday Night Raw. You know, the last time we saw them in a tag match, Dewdrop sort of blamed her for it, yet it was Dewdrop's fault as she, you know, uh, begged or yelled at Nikki to tag her in. So it is what it is, but it was Alexa Bliss that picked up the win. It was a very easy win. Um, there wasn't much to this. So we'll see what happens next.
0: I don't know if there's a future for Nikki Trash in, in the WWE, and you know what? I'm gonna I stop myself. I'm gonna stop calling it that as well for a couple of reasons. One, I'm done with. Uh I'm done with our initial phase of Talk That Talk before and after every WWE Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view. We've moved on to bigger and better things. So I'm going to move away from that. However, you know, I felt like she might be another one that might be better well-served in NXT. I just feel like they've tried a couple things. It all feels awkward. And I don't, you know, I don't know if there's a spot for her. That's really all I have to say about that. Obviously, you know, we love Dewdrop. I love Alexa Bliss, and uh, but I think enough is enough. Maybe for Nikki Ash, maybe a faction is the route for her because she came from the faction of NXT. I saw her here uh, at that takeover. Uh, she wrestled with that. Uh, I don't know if it was a faction per se. Who was that? With Thomas Champa, I think was part of that, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, I,
0: I can't remember myself what they were called either back then. But they were kind of like uh, they had masks or whatever, and they were kind of ominous. I believe I could be mis—I could be remembering some of this incorrectly, but uh, I'm pretty sure I remember it properly. Thomas Champa, I think, was a couple of the people involved, but she was one of them, and it was—it was a good vibe. But they've completely lost, loved- like—that's how she came in, and then they turned to a superhero. They don't know what they're doing with her. I don't know. Maybe a faction is rude for her. But uh, moving on. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, we're gonna move on and we're gonna go with Cody Rhodes versus the Miz. Now, of course, Cody Rhodes The Miz. The Z Lister. Um, of course, you know, Cody Rhodes has had his 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 takings with and his, his doubts with or his bouts, sorry, with uh with Seth Rollins over the past couple of weeks. And um, of course, you know, Cody Rhodes does get caught again. Um by Seth Rollins as this rivalry continues on. So, of course, sadly enough, Cody Rhodes, well, I love Cody Rhodes, but it, it wasn't what you would call a fair victory if you had a um, because of Seth Rollins showing up and uh, taking him down, of course. So it will be interesting to see, you know, what happens with this Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins things, as we do know that, you know, come Hell in a Cell, they are going at it um, at Hell in
0: a Cell. They, so, they're scheduled to wrestle at Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah. Yes, so, this is what more belts, not less belts. This is what the intercontinental belt represents. I know that it's not in, in the mix right now, but my point is is that this is the point of an intercontinental belt. This is the point of having another belt and replacing the U.S. title uh, belt with something else, like to have... You know, a couple belts for people that are just one step below the big boys. And not saying that these guys aren't big boys, but mostly I'm speaking in stature. I love all of this. I absolutely love it. And the part I love the most is I said, you know, I loved. Dumb uh, Miz injecting himself I love the fact that he's in the mix whether that you know materializes in some way shape or form as a surprise for hell in a cell who knows but regardless he's in the mix because you have to admit is that he's in that realm like this is a perfect fit for the Miz as well all three of these guys in the mix it these are good matchups entertaining they're all awesome on the mic they're all awesome in ring as much as I love the Miz he's the lesser of the three in ring but he's still excellent in ring i love all three of these guys being tangled up together
1: absolutely they it it is fantastic to see and uh it's going to be interesting to see where this continues on we're going to move on and we're going to go to ezekiel versus chad gable of alpha academy uh thank you and of course you know as we say ezekiel um it is truly elias and um, of course, Ezekiel did, or Elias, sorry, did get the win over Chad Gable. So I cannot say a thank you to Elias for that. So I will not do that. Um, but of course, you know, this is a whole thing, you know, and, and, and it is downplaying the, the bigger picture of, of Kevin Owens. And we say this week in and week out on Talk That Talk, Kevin Owens needs more, needs title shots, but I will not get into that until a little later. Um, so Ezekiel uh, Elias, of course, gets the win over Chad Gable. And um, as we do know, at the end of that match is when um, Kevin Owens challenges Elias to a match at Hell in a Cell, um, which I believe has been um, confirmed. So they will go one on one against each other at Hell in a Cell.
0: The disrespect of Kevin Owens rolls on, I could go on forever and a day, it's disgusting, Kevin Owens needs to get out from under all of this nonsensical foolishness they have him involved, I'm not walking with Elias, and Kevin Owens needs to be the one. Who takes on the Roman Reigns of the world? But I digress. We talk about th- we'll, we'll be talking about this until the end of time, until it actually happens.
1: Absolutely. And then we got um, Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Uh, sorry, not uh, no. Sorry, Bobby Lashley versus MVP, and there was a stipulation involved as to um, whoever won. Um, would be able to select the stipulation for Bobby Lashley and Omos's match at Hell in a Cell. Well, MVP did get the victory against Bobby Lashley by countout, and uh, he ended up picking the stipulation for their match, which he later on then just dis- um, informed everybody that his the match will be a two-on-one handicap match at Hell in a Cell. So it will be MVP and Omos versus Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell.
0: And that's going to backfire against MVP because whatever shakes out in Hell in a Cell, like whether MVP gets it early and and often or just early and at the end or regardless, is that he's catching a beating one way Bobby Lashley might come in there and put a beating on him immediately and just paralyze him in the corner and then have an actual one-on-one match and MVP better hope to the high heavens that Bobby Lashley doesn't prevail in that match because then he'll circle back and slap the shit out of him again so I think MVP is going to regret that one
1: Absolutely, he, he most likely is, and uh, unless, but you know what, MVP also does have the smarts. Where I wouldn't be surprised if he had a little plan in his pocket. Um, he's not the Paul Heyman, but you know he is sneaky in that way that he may come with a plan, and it could it could work in his favor, but it could also backfire. So I wouldn't count M- out MVP a hundred percent because he still may come with some kind of plan. Because we have seen it in the past. When he was with the hurt business, he always had his little his little digs that he could get in there, and uh, a lot of the times they worked. Sometimes they didn't, but a lot of the times they did.
0: Yeah, it's a great point. You're absolutely right. That it, it could definitely go that way as well. And yes, MVP is that he, he's a tier below Paul Heyman, but you know he is savvy and uh, and sneaky and conniving. So yes, it's a good point. Could definitely go that way as well.
1: So we're going to move on, and we're going to go to the final main event of the night, which was Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Now, of course, we do know a couple of weeks ago. Hold on, is it who? But, but the question really is: is
0: who's ready for Asuka?
1: Nobody's ready for Asuka. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, we did see these two go at it one on one, and the winner back then, well, a few weeks ago, was uh, to go on versus to face uh, Bianca Belair, the current Raw Women's Champion. And, uh, of course, Asuka did prevail in that match. But Becky Lynch has been on a tear trying to get herself in that match. Well, Adam Pearce gave her one more chance last week on Raw and gave her another match against Asuka. And if she was to win, she would not get a singles match against Bianca Belair, but she would get added to the current match at Hell in a Cell between Asuka and Bianca Belair, yet again, for the Raw Women's title. Well what a fantastic match it was you know both ladies went at it they gave it all their best it was a it was a great main event match um and becky lynch did pull it out and defeated oscar so it is official we will have a triple threat match for the raw women's title at hell in a cell becky lynch versus oscar
0: versus bianca belair and this is not in the cell though right this is just a regular match
1: as far as I know it's only a, it's only a regular match
0: yeah which is disappointing however this match will be a showstopper no doubt things Sorry? Could change. things could change they may
1: they may put it in a hell in a Cell. you never
0: know yeah which I'd love to see because this is worthy of that we're talking three premier WWE superstars and but regardless it's going to be a showstopper I was pleasantly surprised by this be common. This is what I would prefer. If I had a choice, I would rather it be uh, the three of them rather than just Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Because, listen, Oscar can go all day. they All three of them can go all day. They're all great wrestlers. I, again, if we were ranking them with Becky Lynch being, I don't know. Is Becky Lynch a better wrestler than Oscar? technically? Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I'm really looking forward to this. They better not disrespect this match and put it first. You know there's been a little bit too much of that by wwe lately and just as a side note enough with the king right was it last week that we had the king's course yeah enough yes. like with veer mahan you know king and, and, and his poor taste yeah. it's over man yeah. stop stop it we don't want to hear it anymore we don't want to hear him anymore i don't anyway i don't and people endure him I don't care what anyone says. You can see it on the kickoff shows. Even Booker T, who's from that era, right? Like, I mean, you know, you can even see sometimes Booker T is like, you know, I'm not, Booker T is very respectful of everything that WWE represents, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly from the beginning to the end and the old school guys, and the new school guys. So, you know, and like I said, he's, he's crossed over into the new generation. But even him, You can feel sometimes his energy toward the king. It's like, enough already, man. You know, anyway, so that's all I got to say about that. I I I don't know why we're seeing this, why this is a thing, why he's being reintroduced into, like, weekly programming. I don't know why, but I hate it, for the record.
1: Well, we will soon see if he shows up anymore. Hopefully he doesn't. Uh, We're going to move on, or we're going to go to this week. Um, and uh, like you said, quickly, before we move on quickly here, uh, Hell in a Cell. Uh, they, you know, just, just looking into it, they may actually be the main event uh, for the Raw Women's title. It might be the main event as as, as the um, ass of the table is, is, is becoming Brock Lesnar and choosing which ones uh-huh. he decides to fight in. So he certainly will not be in Hell in a Cell. So, you know... Brock Lesnar 2.0, here we go. Unified champion, but doesn't show
0: up. Looking a lot like somebody else we know. He's pacing himself, my friend. He's pacing himself. Don't you worry. We're gonna see lots of Roman Reigns and lots of times for him to toss Murder, She Wrote, around the ring like the punk that he is. Like, there's in due time, my friend, in due
1: time. There was no need to bring in Drew McIntyre because your guy doesn't want to show up. At least Drew McIntyre's there.
0: Oh, gosh. Anyway. Anyways,
1: we're going to move on. And we're going to go into this week. We're from Des Moines, Iowa at uh, Wells Fargo Arena. And um, it's going to be an exciting show for sure um, tonight. We've got uh, the Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair versus Oscar, of course, in a non-title match. We've got the unified tag team champions in D and Tweedledum, a.k.a. Jimmy and Jay, the Usos, uh, versus what I guess you could Usos? say... Usos? What you could say a new team that sort of came together this past Friday on SmackDown um, due to the fact that both these gentlemen's uh, original tag partners are injured and out of action in Randy Orton and Rick. Boobs, a okay. Titty Tom.
0: Yeah, who we have no use for. Rick Boobs.
1: Dude, you gotta give the love to Titty Tom, man. He oh, has, gotten, has done nothing to you. Titty Tom and his electric. His great guitar skills, bringing out Shinsuke Nakamura, is fantastic.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't mind that actually, but you know, the world could do without Rick Boobs.
1: Well, hey, you know what? Hopefully the man comes back soon enough. So, like I was saying, we got the Usos versus a new team in Riddle and Shinsuke Nakamura tonight in a non-title match. Um, Cody Rhodes responds um, after being attacked by Seth Rollins last week. And we've got the contract signing. uh, Shane's uh, favorite things of all times is contract signings and weddings.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Bobby Lashley versus Omos and MVP for Hell in a Cell and last but not least Lacey Evans is making her in-ring debut tonight after her long-awaited return um, after telling us her life story in about 30 parts um, so all that's going down tonight in Iowa um, any comments on anything you want to see here tonight Shane regarding any of these
0: first thing was I just missed the fir- what's the first match that you said uh, Bianca Belair versus Oscar in a non-title match. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. I'm looking forward to it. This is a great... Uh, I'm going to save my, my three things for the three things I want to see tonight, w- which we need a name for. But uh, they're, they're, it's, a it's a jam-packed show. And, you know, not for, a lot of times, you know, I'm complaining about... You know jobbers being there whether we're complaining about beer Mahan going up against jobbers I know that's kind of past now but regardless and time wasting and so on and so forth like there's a lot to tonight's show these are, there's a lot of great things to uh, to enjoy what everything that you just rhymed up it's funny because normally we don't have that as, as much information as you've as you've mentioned tonight about all the matches is there any reason why like we know all of these matches we know all these things that are happening when sometimes we don't know as much
1: I guess it just depends on what they want to they want to keep to themselves and what they don't want to keep, right? So obviously this week they want to give us a bit more as we know what's going on, but you never know, you know. Just because we know all this doesn't mean there could be doesn't mean there's going to be more surprises during the show, anyways. Fair enough. Shall we get into it? So, if you, if, if you, if you would, kind sir, get us into our three things with your wonderful
0: singing as always. Once, twice, three times a lady. And your first thing for this evening? Sir. Oh, you're too kind, my friend. After the hiatus, I get to go first. I like, I like, I like it a lot. I say that the first thing I'm looking forward to is. Or the first, not looking for you know. My one on my wish list, right for this evening. I'd like to see Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, da Miz turned into a three way match the same way that Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, and Oscar was turned into a three way match. I'd love to see that, and I think it will be part for the course. And I, we've seen Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes just the other day, right? Like uh, not the other day. I mean, like we saw a big match. What was the pay per view they wrestled at? Uh, Maniac. Jeez.
1: Yeah, Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes. Yes. Yeah.
0: So and I'd like I to see. Also did it
1: at Backlash as well.
0: Yeah. So that's my that's on my wish list for tonight.
1: Okay, I know this is normally three things we want to see, but I'm gonna for my first thing. It's something I don't want to see tonight, and that is a countdown for Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, I understand everyone's in there. You know, happy as they can be that the return of Cody Rhodes, don't get me wrong. I love the guy. I think he's fantastic. I'm glad to see him back on Raw. But why is this the only fucker that gets a countdown as to when he's coming on the show? I don't need to watch a countdown for when Cody Rhodes comes on. There's a lot of other people that deserve a a countdown, Kevin Owens included. Um, So I'm truly hoping that we're not going to start Raw and they're going to turn around and be like, Well, in two hours and 15 minutes... Cody Rhodes is going to be in the ring. I don't want that tonight.
0: Agreed 100%. And I like that twist. So I think that, you know, this is really a wish list thing for, you know, what what we want to happen or not happen. So I like that. I like you you flipping the script there and going something you don't want to see. I like that. I like it a lot. So the second thing I want to see is, uh, you know, I'm intrigued on because I said... I think we probably said this offline uh, because I don't think we've spoken. It's been so long since we had a show, but now that Riddle, that Randy Orton is away and R.K. Bro. So now this newfound relationship, albeit just because of injuries, you know, with Riddle and Shinsuke, now Shinsuke should be rolling on his own. Don't even get me started on that. However, Shinsuke is a very quirky guy, right? And he's charismatic in his own way and i love shinsuke nakamura and you know could this be another special relationship between riddle and another wwe superstar could we turn around and see another deep and entertaining run with these two that's what i'm interested to see how this unfolds tonight i think we could i really i think this is this could be a match made in heaven
1: Thing, of course, you know RK Bro is is is, uh, is one of the greatest, and uh, I do hope they do reunite at some point. But it will be fun to see what Nakamura and Riddle do. You know, two different personalities, just like Orton and Riddle were. So it could be very interesting. Um, my second thing, uh, Becky Lynch. I want her. I want her to come and kick some Irish last tonight. Um, get involved in this match with. With Oscar and Bianca Belair, show these two you ain't messing around, and uh, show them that you're there at Hell in a Cell to get this, this title back, because uh, Big Time Bex, I have a feeling is is not going to be championless uh, very soon.
0: Yeah, I'm going to piggyback that with you. I, I agree. That was my third one as well, is that uh, I want Becky Lynch to you know, piss on this parade that, that is Bianca Belair and Oscar having a non-title match tonight. What is that nonsense? I'd, I'd rather see Becky Lynch come out there and recap havoc right off the bat. So I'd love to see all hell break loose during that match. Agreed 100%. Uh, we're all in on Becky Lynch. She better win at Hell in a Cell.
1: Absolutely. And my final thing I want to see tonight is uh the ass of the table i'm gonna call him out every week every day For, for anyone
0: listening this is darren acknowledging the tribal chief by the way
1: he better show his ass here tonight he better do something and stop being brock lesnar you're not brock lesnar you never will be brock lesnar and uh get your ass here stop trying to be him and uh Have a match for once in your life. You're the champion. Be a fighting champion and do something worthwhile. If not, get the hell out of here. Uh, Anyways, that's it. That's my final three. Big time Vex is on my screen. So we got to go. Shane, do us the honors and I'll see you afterwards.
0: Keep on talking in the free world. Talk that talk, talking about, that's what I'm talking about. Are you talking to me? Talk that talk, provided by Off The Hook, the platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man.